0: Here we are with the post-game interview for the European Grand Campaign event. We had two fun rounds. The USA Campaign won both rounds. The first match being on Burnside's Bridge, where the USA Campaign won as USA. And then we had Cook's Countercharge, where the USA Campaign won as CSA. We have a bunch of leaders from today's match to talk about strategy and more. So let's go through and introduce everyone. Starting with our USA Campaign representatives. First, we have Sharp.
1: Um, Sharp. Uh, from 14th Brooklyn, uh, part of Iron Brigade.
2: And then we have Stalins. Hello, I am Captain Stalins of the PA. Uh, I like eating cake, it's nice.
0: And then we have Mikkel. Hello, I am Lieutenant Colonel
3: Mikkel Vita from uh, 9th Corps. And uh, I too like to eat cake.
0: Appreciate you guys being here. Now moving on to our CSA campaign, we have Killer.
4: Hello, ENB, 10th Alabama. Go see the Queen.
0: And we have Engel.
5: Hello, Lieutenant Colonel Engel, 1st North Carolina Artillery of Foots
0: Division. And then we have Help. Hello, I am Help, one of... one
3: of the captains of I Corps.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you guys being here as well. Uh, your announcer team for today was myself as guardian eagle and then we also had lakota wolf hello i'm lakota wolf uh
6: first lieutenant in uh, Pickett's brigade
0: so with that being said let's move on to our first round burnside's bridge the usa campaign won playing as union attacking that map so what was your guys' strategy going into the map and how did you guys react to the ever change battlefield
2: well first map the plan was to get up and over the bridge as quick as possible and just smash through to the right side to get up to that stone wall where the orchard was uh and like if we met anyone like i said just smash through destroy him kill him all the whole shebang and get up there but when we got up there turned out that mm, there was a lot of them waiting for us so that didn't go 100 percent the plan but we shifted around and we dealt with it quite well i think though it was close
0: Any other union have thoughts? Oh, no. all right. Only question I had for Union is why were you guys so at first you guys slammed together and were aggressive, but throughout most of the game you guys were spread out. Why was that?
2: Uh well my top process behind it was uh maybe flawed, but I think since we won it worked, though barely was uh to try and overwhelm them and try and keep them pushing around, having to move as much as possible around the place. So I just wanted as much, like, decent-sized units around the place as possible so we could hit them hard from, like, every direction, even if it was just shooting from far and then moving, as long as they had to move and didn't stay in, like, one position too long where they could just, like, easily overwhelm us. As long as they were just getting hit, I was happy. Just so that, like I said, overwhelm them.
0: All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we'll move on to the CSA campaign who was defending on Burnside's bridge. What was your guys' strategy going into the round and how did you react to the ever changing battlefield?
4: Um, so you know, Burnside's is a, the, the, the union just has so many bloody tickets on that map. It's actually horrendous. just how much you have to actually kill them for the, to get down and morale losses. And we were, you know, we were ahead on tickets the the whole game basically. Um, um, what really screwed us, I think, was right at the end. We just had too much uncertainty, which was probably my fault, as it was my totem today. Uh, and it was just we just couldn't we just didn't organise a proper enough defence or a counter attack to stop them getting on point. But yeah, overall, it was just a, a case of you know, sit back, let them come to us, and just shoot them up as they're running up the hill and stuff like that.
5: Yeah, that was basically the plan of it. Keep the bulk of our forces at the central point, and when enemy elements have been spotted, react to them and then mop them up like I don't know, like smash cake on the floor. Cake. I have to say, though, for me this wasn't a battle. That was a fucking meat grinder. It was literally one of the most intense battles I had in recent times, and I want to thank both sides for making it so bloody amazing. You're welcome. Anytime. I think I got killed like five times right after spawning, making me you know, yell a bit of <laughs> some curse words into the German night guy. <laughs> but hey, fun all around.
3: Like, constant combat. Gotta love it.
5: Yep, yeah, this is you had complete immersion. You basically had no other thought, you know, basically just you know, follow. Be a functional part of the chain. Just do your best and you could be responsible for the win. This is what I love this game for.
0: For sure. So with that being said, let's move on to the second round. So the sides are flipped. So the USA campaign was playing as CSA, and the CSA campaign was playing as Union. Around Cook's Counter charge. The USA campaign was attacking as CSA. You guys won. So what was your strategy going into the round, and how did you react to the ever of Battlefield? Well, the
2: second map to plan was kind of similar, but not too much. So we had two regiments going up to the corn, and their job was trying to push up to the hay bales and fuck them up as much as possible. Uh, on the left side, we had another two regiments, myself and Sixth. Uh, along with ninth, obviously. Uh, we were trying to sort of push them on the left, but uh, they already had guys on the left. So when we saw that, we had to just move over. And after a while of a bit of a slog, I realized that they just had 90% of the people on the left. So we just move over to the right. And since we moved over to the right, it was pretty much just souping them inside every time. Except for like a few close calls. But for the most part, I think we all did very well on the right side. That's the main thing that got it for us.
5: Yeah, was a lot of shifting on this map, a lot of close firefights, a lot of long distance wallowing, and a lot of basically, you know, being reactionary force as the whole side. Like on on this campaign, adversaries met each other that put a lot of energy and a lot of a uh, lot of speed into the fight, which translated violent to the second map as well.
0: Does anyone else from the USA campaign have thoughts for the second round?
1: Uh, second round was a lot of long range, uh, long range fighting. A lot of moving as well for uh, ourselves, moving from right over uh, to the left to the center. Try and draw them out onto that, um, onto the cut point to let them, for us to lose tickets, go down, and then for them to go down and stay down in tickets.
2: Uh, also, uh, Sharp. I have to say, you and your boys were like amazing at the long range shooting. Like you're always there, you're always fucking them up. I was very happy with that. And also, ninth, I, like the whole time I never saw you not by our side. You're always like amazing at sticking with us and helping us when we really needed. So, from the bottom of my heart, to you two, well done, and thank you so much for being good. No problem. Happy to do it. I also have to say that there was some exceptional leading you did there. So well done to you as well.
0: Only question I had was: Were you guys trying to wait for the union on that round to hit engage before capping, or was your guys's original plan? Oh, well, I guess not the cap. But how long did you guys wait before you considered capping the point at the beginning?
2: Uh, like once we got them down to engaged, I was like. I uh, start capping them to draw them out, because if they're just going to stay by the graveyard, we might as well force them to come out to us, and we'll just shoot them and flank them in the open field and just get them down more and more. And that was pretty much what we did the whole time, as you'll probably see. Just whenever they went to cap point, we'd always like flank them from behind, and hit them or slam for from both sides for the most part, and just mm, hit them like that, just so they they could get down. I only really considered capping like proper proper once they got down to breaking, pretty much. And even then, I was just like, oh, let's wait until they get into the last end.
0: Fair enough. All right, let's move on to the CSA campaign, who was playing as Union, defending on Cook's countercharge. What was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you guys react to the ever of Battlefield?
4: Well, I thought you were about to come time. But right, uh, so... We kind of just wanted to play as passive as possible, and we wanted to keep it as a, as a shootout the whole time. Melees to a minimum all that sort of stuff Um, i think we we definitely did well because obviously we we didn't go to engage until like 25 minutes something around those lines give or take so we did really well in the start just to keep it you know keep it back but obviously once they captured the point we just didn't seem to have any sort of which again is my fault since it was my token organized push onto the point it was all scattered and ta and that was that was kind of my, that was my my fault to be honest uh, but other than that yeah the other the other regiments were were sound we were moving around reinforcing either side it was it was chill. but yeah that was it Really, We just tried to stay as passive as possible but also once they captured point be as aggressive as possible while we had the counter attack in our favour. yeah that's it. So.
3: I will say it did seem like a lot of times people getting tunnel visioned around that point. It's a lot of times on the right you're getting hit from behind from the snake fence road. At least, I think, two or three times almost. But then again, if you're looking at a big juicy tiger, I can understand you getting a bit like, oh yes, kill. Yeah. But either
2: way, it was good fun yeah you guys are absolutely probably, a tunnel vision <laughs> just say,
4: pro- no that was t- at the end there i have no idea that wasn't even my line that got charged but fair, i think we did like at the very end when we were last stand like we, we were that last big line that was alive and like you guys charged on like three different sides but we just counter charged the first one and we managed to basically wipe them and then we turned and try to fight
2: the second one, but there was just too many guys left, but... yeah that that was us like <laughs> every time yeah like I saw you focusing on point, I just tell our guys to go along the road and just hit you from behind, and like ninety nine percent of the time you never noticed until I was like screaming air in a boot and shooting into you. I don't well, know who yeah, it was, but there's always like PC, a unit there so all the was, time twenty fourth on PC. and Hits division, I think they were
4: on the right flank um in Delaware, I believe they yeah. are on the right flank. No, there,
3: right. I was over there, too, but I was a bit more centered than the other two, I believe. You were
4: everywhere. <laughs> you were just you wanted to be.
3: Yeah, and then as soon as they say, oh, yeah, we're going to leave, someone got shot immediately, and it's like, all right, well, he's going to have difficulty finding us.
4: But, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, sometimes I feel like my line's invincible, and I can just stand my 30-odd dudes in an open field and shoot, and we're never going to die. It sometimes works, it works, sometimes doesn't. But it's still a lot of fun. It's great video content too. You should love me
0: for that. Thank you. It was two fantastic rounds. It was. This whole weekend's events, last night's events that I watched, it was like the same thing as this. Except this was a little more intense. Um, so that being said, Lakota Wolf was my other announcer today. You have any questions for anyone for both rounds? Uh yeah, going back to
6: the first round uh that was played. Um there towards the end with with it being so close um for csa you know it was kind of a shame for you guys not to pull out the win there you guys really played a good uh good round there um it seemed like you guys were playing more defensively rather than offensively you guys kind of held back from point a little bit um was that your main strategy to be more defensive on that map
5: I mean, we were the defenders. Yeah, we the thing have. is, if we charge too far, we get into artillery crossfire. That's why we tried to hold back to be in a little bit of a dead spot for the artillery. That's my point of view. I don't know what you uh, you think about that killer.
4: Well, yeah, you just gotta play. You gotta play as passive as possible because, like, especially on maps like Burnside and Cooks, tickets just aren't in your favor, and they're not like anywhere close. It's it's horrible if you try and be. Aggressive, like we could have just on the second map pushed that hill on the Union left and tried to hold that. But it's just like you can either really do well at it and you can win at it, or you can just, or you're just terrible and completely backed
6: Well said, well said. Both both matches it seemed like uh, both sides were very patient and uh, seemed very methodical in um, both acting and reacting. To each other on that second map, it seemed like um, the hay bales were quite a priority for both sides. Um, it seemed like the CSA side really wanted to hold those hay bales. Was that what you guys were thinking, or is that just kind of what happened naturally during the battle? Um,
1: yeah, we wanted to we wanted to hold the hay bales to sort of push them away uh, up to our left, their right, back towards the spawn area. Um, basically keeping them in the open so we can get them in a crossfire from the left all the way down to the to the right and just pepper them down. Um I mean for the union as well it, that's also good because uh union holding those hair bales when we if the CSA is coming from the corn, we're in an open field and that's easy shots, easy kills for them and they can just throw back a charge. So trying to deny that uh those hair and that cover for them it's uh it was sort of a priority.
6: Wonderful. You know, like I said earlier, uh, that first round was super exciting to watch. Um, you know, both both times you guys went into overtime with, with the caps. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody in your regiments had as much fun as we did watching it. So good job, everybody. Just really want to give you both props at this point. Not too many more questions. Just, you know, both sides played both maps excellently. And uh, I don't think anybody should feel like they were the loser today because... Uh, Both sides did great. So uh, great job, everybody.
0: Thank
2: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: With that being said, does anyone else have any other comments or questions they want to ask before we call it off for the night? All right. With that being said, the European Grand Campaign Discord is in the description below if you want your regiment to join that. Join it in bigger battles, better. This is already great as is. Um, along with that, all the regiments that participated in this video will be in the description below. Join one of them. Lots of fun. Everyone in this post game interview will have a social media link in the description if they want one there. Check that out as well. Join the Battleline Discord. Become an announcer, frontline reporter like Lakota did today. Lots of fun. Appreciate him being here. And yeah, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. We'll see you on the next one. Have a good night and cue the music.